Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 24th. Beer Can Appreciation Day. Not Beer Appreciation Day. Beer Can Appreciation Day. We don't care about what's inside. It's the outside that counts. And now, the news. Let's start with some good news. Hey, remember that time that a bunch of people put on their finest bedazzled Trump Forever camo and stormed the Capitol because the guy who couldn't sell water also couldn't become president for the second term and, oh, but I want the guy with the long ties to win. And so they tried to burn democracy to the ground because they're so patriotic that if the guy who can't remember to put fake tan around his eyes isn't president, then they love this country enough to destroy it. Do, do you remember that? Well, mixed into that group were, sure, those who believe a bedazzled hat has never gone out of style, but also some far-right nationalists known as the Oath Keepers. On Monday, four more Oath Keepers were found guilty on grounds of sedition for their actions on January 6th. This is the second sedition trial for the Oath Keepers, and the second time that the Department of Justice has secured that very serious conviction. It's a couple nice little wins for the DOJ, and hopefully a sign of things to come as the DOJ now heads into trial against the leader of the Proud Boys, which is another group of these far-right white supremacist losers that showed up on January 6th. A date for sentencing for the four Oath Keepers has not yet been set, but they are currently on house arrest with electronic monitoring. These convictions are absolutely warranted. Hey, do Trump next. While questions still remain, we do have more information and an update on the Monterey Park shooting that took place on Saturday night. First, unfortunately, the death count has risen to 11. Also, as a motive and exact timeline of events is still being put together, the sheriff's department said on Monday that the suspect was arrested in 1990 for unlawful possession of a firearm. They also do believe the shooting was targeted as he had been to the dance studio multiple times and met his ex-wife there. Police are still working out how he got the gun he used, which is illegal in California, but noted that he was a gun enthusiast who was working on manufacturing homemade firearm suppressors, which I learned today is a silencer. I, I didn't know. Not a, not a real gun person, you know? Police also found various electronics, including cell phones and computers at his house. Yesterday, I called the Monterey Park shooting a tragic but common story here in America. Today, we have two more to talk about. First, in Des Moines, where two students were killed at an alternative education program. An adult was shot as well and is in serious condition. Three suspects are in custody there. And then in the San Francisco community of Half Moon Bay, where at least seven people are dead after a mass shooting that took place at at least two different crime scenes. The suspect there is also in custody. These are developing stories, and as more information comes out, I will report it. This is America. Attorneys representing Tyree Nicole's family have reviewed the footage of the traffic stop that put him in the hospital on January 7th, where he was for three days before he died due to injuries sustained in the police encounter. At a news conference on Monday, the attorneys described the videos as, quote, unadulterated, unabashed, nonstop beating with, quote, multiple uses of force, reminiscent of the Rodney King beating. Footage of the traffic stop is expected to be released to the public this week and the five officers involved in the shooting were fired on Friday. Tyree Nichols was 29. This is also America. A former FBI official was arrested on Monday over ties to Russian oligarch Oleg Deripaska, including charges that he took more than $250,000 in sneaky, sneaky cash payments, as well as breaking the law to get Deripaska removed from the U.S. sanctions list. 
Additionally, he was accused in a second indictment of hiding $225,000 that he received from a man that was employed decades ago by the Albanian intelligence agency. Not great, McGonagall. The FBI official's name is Charles McGonagall, so that's what I meant. I realized as I said it that it could have sounded like um, like not great McGonagall was a cool, fun little catchphrase, which it could have been if this dude hadn't ruined it. So if everyone could stop taking money illegally and ruining cool catchphrases, that'd be great. Also, side note, how come nobody ever tries to bribe me with a quarter million dollars? The White House Counsel's Office said it will cooperate with the House Republicans' inquiry into Biden's handling of classified documents to an extent. While they are already fully cooperating with both the National Archives and Department of Justice, in response to House Rep. James Comer's request to, I don't know, let me just see all of it, visitor logs, junk drawer, preferred wrapping paper and container, I want all of it. The White House says that they are going to fully cooperate as much as possible, but that, quote, these considerations include the critical need to protect the integrity and independence of law enforcement investigations, a.k.a. you can see stuff, but you're going to come in third after the National Archives and Department of Justice. As a reminder, Comer specifically asked for visitor logs to Biden's Wilmington house. That house is a private residence, and as such, there are no visitor's logs. But also as a reminder, House Republicans are going to continue to ask for it and make it seem like the same privacy that is afforded to every other president is somehow new and therefore bad here. And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of beer cans. They do a great job of taking care of something that I truly love. It's also National Compliment Day. And obviously my cup runneth over with compliments for you. Some very nice, some bordering on creepy, but if you really, you know, don't look at it too closely. It's just a nice compliment. But on top of that, know this. More than that scene at the end of Hope Floats, where young Mae Whitman says that her cup runneth over, and that's the first time I heard that phrase. More than that. I'm proud of you. <laughs>